This is the Epilog audio experience. So you'll cut these parts out, right? <laughs> okay. So where was I? Imagine all the things that people could have gained because of that boy had he been in a position where his work could be seen by more people. It's all a big fat lie. Your life does not depend on how much you score unless you are going into a career which is specifically academic. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Passion People podcast. My name is Naga and you're listening to season 2 episode 17 part 1. For another episode uh, we felt the need to split it into two different episodes because there's just so much content out there and I I don't I don't know if it made that much sense to kind of release it all at one shot. you know i need to monetize also people i need to make some money i need to have and get like a broader reach <laughs> having uh, having said all of that uh, you know uh, it's just that this week's guest vijendra mohanty had so much to talk about that i i felt that we had to split the episode okay just trust me on this it's going to be awesome so in the first part of the conversation we talk about indian culture becoming more indian as one moves abroad a disturbing lack of personal space in the country a past guest and a future collaborator of the passion people podcast rupan paul and obviously we talk about the background that vijay comes from he writes essays he produces podcasts he makes videos he he was he was a journalist now he's a comic book writer he's a youtuber he's a podcaster like he fits the bill of being on this episode so well that I was just so so nervous when I wrote to him and I was wondering whether he's going to write back and what's going to happen but guess it all really worked out. Subsequently when Vijay was in Bangalore we caught up and we got some pizza and it was just so much fun talking to him and so without much ado let's dive in to part 1 of my conversation with Vijay. Part 2 is going to be out the next fortnight. Vimo first off thank you so much for making time for being on the passion people I've I've been following uh, some of your work over the last couple of years and uh, it, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show Thanks man it's uh, very nice to connect with you also I'm sorry for postponing so many times but it's uh, nice to finally get here Absolutely and uh, you know scheduling has always been uh, been a challenge and uh, I totally understand it's it's fine or uh, maybe a good place to start vimo uh, uh, would be uh, a quick intro of yourself and uh, what you do okay so my name is actually not vimo it's <laughs> vijendra mohanty but i prefer to be called by that shorter name because there is less of a chance of people spelling it wrong <laughs> i used to be uh, a journalist and then i became an uh, advertising copywriter and eventually after that uh, a comic book writer i wrote a comic book series called ravanayan which i think you are right now reading wow and <laughs> yeah yes. and uh, uh, after that i ran a youtube channel called epified for a couple of years in mumbai it, as part of my day job uh-huh. and it was about history mythology and culture so and that's generally where my areas of interest lie also following that i quit my job and came back to my hometown where i am currently working out of I am working as a freelancer uh, occasionally I consult on creative matters 
and uh, sometimes i waste time writing stuff about indian culture and i have been experimenting with running a podcast for a couple of months now and very recently i started my mm-hmm. own youtube channel also wow what what is the youtube channel called it's called vimo's world very narcissistic title <laughs> so it's a radio vimo and vimo's world is it yep that's my 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 email newsletter is called letters from vimo yeah it looks like we can't get enough of you <laughs> well that depends on the people who are on the receiving end on my end it just looks like i'm too much in love with myself <laughs> and i'm 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 sure that uh, you know we're going to really enjoy consuming all of the work that you've done i i can I hope so. experience that i'm a huge huge fan of epified uh, i think back when epified started i was uh, just going through the mythological phase reading all uh, Ra- uh, ramayana and mahabharata and uh, devdas what's a mythological I, phase i think it was a phase where i was <laughs> reading a lot of mythology right uh, i i guess it was a, it was a stage of life where i was trying to like i guess find myself and okay. you know, look for uh, look for what's happening and stuff like that and uh, you know i found a lot of solace in uh, devdas patnaik's writing and uh, yeah uh, mythology yeah. in general i think was was becoming uh some something maybe not really popular popular but it was really picking up pace okay so well, yeah devdas was a very nice uh, gateway drug for anyone who's getting back to mythology <laughs> and i think what happens okay tell me i'm curious about this uh, uh-huh. your mythology phase, by the way mythology phase, mythological phase sounds like someone is coming out to their parents and they're telling them it's just a phase <laughs> dad i am mythological it's just a phase <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't I don't think uh, uh, that's true though. I think that's the maybe maybe a better way to phrase it is uh, that was the start of my mythological curiosity I guess. Okay. Even that sounds <laughs> even that sounds weird. I am mytho curious. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. So I was saying ki my my interest in mythology actually rose in intensity when I was away from home because uh, when you are living where i am where i come from it's a you know odisha is 70 to 80% hindu there is a temple every uh, half a kilometer and you are literally steeped in mythology no matter where you go and what you do but okay. you go to mumbai and you get you know busy with your professional life etc and then mythology mm-hmm. for me became a way to connect with where i came from hmm and i found books obviously devdar patnaik was one and there were others also right. and uh, i started reading and i started seeing all of this from an outsider's point of view what it must look like to someone who's not neck deep in it and mm-hmm. uh, that's how it started so what i wanted to ask you was was yours was your interest somewhat similar did it strike you when you were away from home or uh, were you always kind of interested but never really gave it much thought I think it was a little bit of both. Uh the fact that uh, I had just recently started working at Mood away from home now that you mention it uh, I think could yeah. be one of the factors. Yeah, that's been my theory. I think uh, the reason NRIs are extremely religious is because they're <laughs> not here. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I think there's a lot of merit to that argument that you make. Yeah, yeah. If when you when you're when you're not in a place where you are naturally hindu 
Uh-huh. You become so Hindu that even Hindus wonder where your Hinduism came from. <laughs> Absolutely, and uh, I think that, that, that this has been something of a, uh, you know a mystery for me, right? Because I've always wondered okay. that these people are so you know they they act as though like they don't care about God or religion, and when they go abroad, they're like, oh, I'm part of this uh, yeah, association, yeah. that association, yeah. building a temple in our area, and yeah, yeah, you yeah, just yeah. tend to wonder like what happened to these people. And I guess this yes. is a very logical explanation to uh, yeah. what it is that they're going through. I I wonder if it applies to other nations and cultures also. Like, do Americans feel more connected to America if they have spent a long time away from America, or is it something just patently Indian and Eastern? I would like to think that it it is more Indian than uh, more maybe more Eastern than Western because we have a stronger connect. to yeah, our yeah. homeland or do. to our parents yes that we do we yeah. do have a stronger connect with uh, like community is very important here and it shows correct. everywhere correct and it 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 occasionally gets to a point and this has been the bane of my life you know all those things about uh, people uh, feeling entitled to information about your private life here which you know <laughs> on the outside it looks like they're just worried about you but actually it's got something to do with the fact that nobody in india can keep their nose out of other people's business amen to that i remember <laughs> seeing a meme where uh, where uh, there was this lady i think she was posting on twitter that you know you roam around uh, us or europe for 6 months nobody's going to yeah. ask you a personal question yeah you enter the auto uh back home from the airport and that bhaiya uh, <laughs> is like kitne banate ho and up yeah so kitne bacche hain bachcho ko bada karke kya banana hai budget hai ya nahi college ke liye wagera wagera yeah whether it's from the neighborhood auntie to uh, the maid to the auto walas i think uh, like everyone feels this real sense of candor yeah. and closeness <laughs> and that is not even the worst part of it the worst part of it is that they feel so entitled to it that if you try to you know have a semblance of personal space people get offended uh-huh. like why is your bedroom door not open to me <laughs> that kind of thing <laughs> that is that is one part and i think half of the time they're not even ready to answer the question for themselves so uh, let me let me give you some more context right so for example huh. uh, i i've just recently got married and everyone okay. asks hey, me oh, what thank you thank you so much and everyone asks me that hey what does your wife do and you know naturally the, the the next question is oh so how much does he make but <laughs> if i ask them the same question back and these yeah. these could be like elder relatives and they are like you know uh, they act like you know i've committed like a crime or something like that uh, i i actually watched a stand up comedy routine by someone called rupen paul rupen paul i think his name was rupen paul yes have you rupen heard of paul him? is a guest on uh, the passion people podcast Oh, excellent! I will. Uh, the, the first thing I'm going to do after uh, finishing uh, this episode is I'm going to go listen to it. <laughs> so actually, uh, I've uh, so Rupen has been a guest on my podcast, and I've been a guest yeah. on Rupen's podcast. Rupen has a podcast. Yeah, it's called the Right Room uh, Podcast. So all the people listening in, please tune into Rupen's podcast. It's called the wow. Right Room Podcast. <laughs> I I am totally subscribing. I loved his routine about uh, following your dream in India. I I showed it to my parents who nodded and left. <laughs> and it was so on point and so relatable. 
I don't think I've I've seen that YouTube uh, video yet. I, I I need to check. You should. You should. I think I think it's the you know channel trailer on his channel or something. It's like the most viewed thing. Oh, okay. I'll I'll do that. <laughs> I was supposed to catch up with Rupin for breakfast, but I think uh, he's gone. Please give him my regards. Please, please. <laughs> I'll do that. But you know, the more people I talk to, I just realize that it's such a small world, and it's such a yeah. sort of beautiful and such a small world. Yeah, that, I think that's a realization most podcasters run into, and that's how you build a community. I think it's a very cool thing that you're doing. Uh, these voices, uh, people, you know, your area, passion people. these are not voices that uh, find mainstream exposure until and unless they have become something in the eyes of everyone like this phase where they are becoming what they are one day going to become this phase capturing this phase i think it's a very valuable thing that you're doing yep absolutely and i think the what what really triggered it vimo was that uh, We are not really encouraged to do anything that is out of the ordinary, right? We're because oh, yeah. we're so steeped yeah. in uh, the traditional things. Our risk appetite is curtailed externally, and through the podcast and by showcasing stories, we hope to you know bring some small change in the lives of people who are tuning in, so that they can see and listen and experience someone else's journey and realize how similar it is to their own, and you know maybe take that leap. Yeah, yeah. See that? Yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about. Mhm, mhm. And uh, like once, once people are famous, you know, no one uh, then everyone is eventually going to know about them anyway. But yeah, I think especially in today's instant gratification generation, it's important for uh, my listeners, and it's important for everyone in general to know that there is no such thing as an overnight success. and yeah, there is a lot that's, of that's, that's literally years. what i was going to say next because when they do become famous the phrase that is going to be used most often to describe them is overnight success where did this guy come from i have never i had never heard of him well he has been right. slogging away for 10 years right behind you <laughs> and that is the truth <laughs> that you missed somehow correct correct while while you were watching netflix you know he was busy working yeah. his butt off long nights and weekends and early mornings and whatever yeah. right so i think that that is uh, maybe i'll take that as a nice uh, segue to get into you know your story and uh, you okay. know how how you reached where you did and maybe you could turn back the clock and uh, you know help help us get a little bit of perspective on uh, you know how 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 it was growing up and how your parents influenced you and uh, no these matters yeah okay i think the segue was hard because i hate talking about myself so i <laughs> use segues to steer conversations away from uh, my life and career <laughs> but since you have pinned me down the, the biggest <laughs> the biggest influence that my parents had on me was that they let me do what i want and that i think is rare it's super rare looking around me all my friends everyone who has you know everyone who has uh, either heard about me or knows me or knows my family they have pointed it out to me how they have pointed out to me how lucky i was to have parents who didn't really try to thopo their dreams on me which is right. not to say that there was no such expectation from other quarters but from my parents mercifully i have always found tremendous amounts of support so right. since the beginning like obviously hmm. if like i am someone who was good at literature subjects 
but I spent most of my day studying math because that's what I was weak at. And that is something that they could not possibly have done anything about because that's how our education system functions. If you're not good at math and science, no matter how good you are at other things, at art or at uh, storytelling or uh, even your interest in history and uh, geography, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day because everyone is being groomed to make an engineer. Right. Uh, so, scoring subjects, right? That's what you call Yeah, it. yeah. Scoring mark-fetching subjects. I have an entire <laughs> podcast. Yeah, 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 I think I it was one of my it. first badly recorded podcast episodes. The volume is so low that people can hardly get my point. But the point remains, <laughs> our education system is geared towards uh, creating factory workers. And uh, yeah, that's the kind of thing I was kind of uh, uh, like where I grew up. I mean, it's understandable that people from Mumbai and Delhi have some kind of an angst against like angst in favor of arts. But where I come from, there literally was no other option. You either became an engineer or a doctor. It wasn't as if there were other careers on the horizon which you could look at because they weren't. It took up like it took some imagination. It took my mom when she found out that I was interested in writing, started collecting newspaper cuttings uh, of uh, colleges that I could possibly go to someday in the future uh, because this is what I was interested in. And she did it because she could not she couldn't think of any career other than journalism, reporting, newspaper, uh, you know, newspaper organizations where one could make a living. Uh, writing advertising was one but we didn't know about it and media was the other right so so uh what ended up happening was that uh, uh, i got through school somehow uh, scoring really badly in science and math and understanding unlike some other people that this was not the direction i wanted to go in because there were plenty of people who scored less than I did, but still chose to pursue engineering or medicine, the possibility of getting into those careers for several years afterwards. There were people who were trying to get into government jobs, engineering colleges and medical colleges, regardless of how shitty those colleges might be, because those are also, you know, it's an, it's an industry. Uh, engineering colleges are everywhere growing up like mushrooms. People are trying to get into those for years. We are having an audio conversation. It's hard for me to convey how sad that makes me right now because, and that's the reason I mostly don't like to talk about this. So you were talking about uh, how you don't like to talk about these aspects ha, where, yes, you know, yes, we are pushed into yes. certain careers. Yeah, because I would at least have been angry if it had happened to me, if I had been forced into those careers, but I'm not. I am saddened mostly because I've seen many kids go down that road and end up with very little. Eventually, uh, like when I was in sixth standard or before that, uh, when I was in fourth or fifth standard, there was a kid in my class who was the best artist I had ever seen up until that point in my life. Just pencils on paper. He could recreate faces, street sides, buildings very specific things and he had an mm -hmm. eye for details uh, that kid right now is a tv mechanic somewhere in assam what yeah such a wasted and, talent 
yeah it's a waste of talent but it's such a it's it's a waste of life <laughs> you, i mean pretty much what are you took the words out of my mouth yeah i mean not even i'm not even saying it's a waste of his life i'm saying it's a wa- imagine all the things that people could have gained because of that boy had he had he been in a position where his work could be seen by more people yeah it's a a lack of opportunity which is you know obviously present and b a lack of motivation among people to not only see what this child can do but also to you know people actively try to like you know the video i was talking about of rupen paul mhm he 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 talks about this he say, he says ki uh, our uh, we have we have entire systems dedicated to uh, crushing people's dreams so if you are good at sports your parents will use that to get you sports quota and then get you into medicine so they'll use your dream to kill your dream which i think was very apt that, that is so funny and tragic at the same time yeah it's it's i don't know there should be a word for it which is a combination of funny and tragic fragic i think <laughs> that's the that's that's the beauty of uh, the work at least i think uh, what's coming out of our stand up comedians right they they just so yeah, yeah. well grounded to what's happening uh, with everyone's lives that they're able to make what they say so relatable yes yes Yeah so okay you were, you were talking about this uh, uh, your classmate who's now a uh, tv mechanic in assam yeah and he was just one of those many people there were people like uh, you know i have written and some time ago i wrote a twitter thread about how uh, a lot of the insensitivity that exists in indian society comes mm-hmm. from uh, our unwillingness to go into arts subjects hmm because uh, if you look at the things that most online trolls target these days it's usually you know actors writers historians people whose work offends them right. and if you notice also these are all people who come from arts backgrounds these are people whose lives and whose careers are based on uh, free speech freedom of expression they are people who uh, create things who tell stories and who basically they are people who studied the subjects that our society generally looks down upon right i think the and, other reason why the trolls uh, might be targeting these people is because it does not fit the narrative that the troll is currently peddling out at that particular point yeah, of time yeah yeah and the trolls narrative is what we mentioned some time ago while joking around on the segway which was uh, <laughs> our, our our lack of privacy our middle class uh, the the values that the indian middle class holds dear are the narrative that are right wing peddles right. and anyone who deviates from it is a pariah not only now that he's an actor slash writer slash historian slash whatever but also when that same person was in school and studying arts subjects yeah or showed an aptitude for arts subjects because and and we all know Uh, like all, all the you know the 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 trolls which are politically motivated they are yeah. mostly software engineers <sighs> hold on are you a software engineer no i'm a chartered accountant actually oh thank god <laughs> <laughs> i thought i had uh, given offense to you somehow 
No, it, it, what happened was that the words that you're talking, right? It is just weighing down on me so much that I just had to heave a sigh because there's, there's wow. nothing else that I can do. It like it is just bearing down on. Me. I can I can feel whatever yeah. it is that you're saying. I can I can totally imagine your life. You were having a bad day. You thought I'll talk to a comic book writer. It'll be funny. <laughs> and then this shit happened. <laughs> no, but that's this is exactly the reason why I do the podcast, right? Uh, the the reason that the podcast is there is so that we don't lose smart creative people to generalized or the intended career paths it is to ensure yeah. that people have the realization that they have options and we're living in the 21st century and there are multiple ways in which you can monetize your work and so it's it's about helping these creative people and passionate people really get their lives fulfilled yeah yeah and that's the idea and and to that extent i think through this conversation you've you've really uh, you know you've really spoken my mind in terms of why this conversation is necessary because since i was on a break over the last couple of months i was i was just really wondering mm. whether it still makes sense to continue doing the podcast after 2 years what are we what are we doing that's really different but you know i i continue to gather perspectives i continue to you know get a newer or more renewed understanding of our country and the way it shapes and influences our lives so i think uh, that's that's a good enough okay. validation that i need to continue doing whatever i'm doing <laughs> no you should definitely do it oh, by the way your break was 2 years no 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 so i've been podcasting from 2 years the break is from 3 4 months i think okay okay yeah same here actually this youtube channel took up more labor than i thought it will and now i'm experimenting with green screens and visual effects wow so i don't know what and i don't know how to do it, do do all this so i'm learning from youtube and trying to uh build a set and stuff let's see where it goes okay that's awesome so uh, i look forward to uh, looking at some of your videos as well but yeah but uh, now uh, you know just saying uh, so does that mean that you're going to go all in on video or are you going to continue doing video and audio i want to continue to do audio because uh, you know there are some things you can't do on youtube okay because you know at the end of the day the pl- i don't own the platform i don't pay them for hosting and uh, youtube is a corporate service they have they are answerable not to me but to their advertisers right. recently youtube had this big ass thing where uh, a lot of videos were demonetized because advertisers were not wi- willing to have their ads appear on shows with uh, political themes or you know if you're a diaper company why would your ad appear on uh, a news program with uh, a very serious debate happening over global issues right right and so a lot of youtubers who were making money from their videos had their incomes uh, dropped overnight got it so and it's not like you can complain to google about it because they you know you're not paying google <laughs> True. So if you have a podcast it's a much more valuable resource to have because at the end of the day you own it. Right. Podcasts work also on a scientific level. I think it's that we relate more closely to audio than we do to video. Even though audio can't do a lot of things that video can. Mhm. Our brains are wired to uh be recept- like f- just to give you an example off the top of my head if you open a YouTube mm-hmm. video and it has very good you know v- uh, video quality but the audio sucks you are more likely to tune out 
than if you come across a video which doesn't look nice but sounds great yeah because uh, sound affects us in some on a very basic level it's i think it's got to do with the fact that you can close your eyes but you can't close your ears it's an always on uh, you know stream of sensory perception that is happening yeah absolutely so we are more we 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 relate to sounds more intimately than we do to sights yep and i think or that's just a theory i'm not a scientist but still you know. i i completely agree with you and uh, I, i think it's also because as as a culture like we really enjoy our radio we really enjoy our conversations we really enjoy our family time and i think uh, podcasts are an extension of that yeah. and yes it it is also that you know it's kind of that theater of the mind that you can uh, go on that journey right where it, it's like kind of reading a book where it's your imagination and you're in control of that which is why i have found i like in the last year i have become uh, much more invested in audio dramas like right. for fiction podcasts works like it's works so well yeah absolutely like there are old record old sherlock holmes dramas available online uh-huh. uh they they like along with the ads and everything okay. and they're so mesmerizing like it's 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 a kind of feeling that you don't get even when you're watching old tv shows yep absolutely i had i have i digressed I have again no, i have no qualms about that no that that's that's totally fine uh, that that's the entire uh, reason that we do this uh, as a freewheeling conversation right but uh, no worries uh, now that, now you've given me a segue to go back to our story ha so where were you what is this what is the topic of this podcast oh wait it's me <laughs> yes so so we go back to i think fourth grade where uh, where there's this gentleman who's a, who's a great artist that you see yeah so he was just an okay. example but over over my school life i uh you know my i was more interested in stories comic books and uh, uh, cartoons etc uh-huh. and my parents supported me in those as long as i didn't uh, do very badly in other subjects which i didn't i was an average student throughout and uh, like it 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 came to a point where like you know the the closer you get to 10th standard the more the nightmare becomes real because apparently if you do badly in 10th standard your entire life is ruined which is a lie by the way and, and they, for any kids listening out there and they keep saying it first it is uh, it starts with yeah. like 7th standard 10th standard 12th standard yeah. degree yeah and mm. you know and, and it's all a big fat lie it just keep going <laughs> it's all a big fat lie your life does not depend on how much you score unless you are going into a career which is specifically academic or a government job in any other field people will look more you know uh, more 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 acutely at the things that you can do your practical skills and the things that you have learned yourself the things that make you different from other people not the things that you have have in common with other people because for any company any brand any ad agency any creative studio what they care about is who you are yeah and if you are someone with a wide palette of interests a wide range of uh, skills then you are good you're okay you don't have to do excellent in school manage somehow <laughs> like i did and then get into the things that you really interested in 
and or 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 even better i'll tell you one thing that uh, kids who uh, are not toppers have as an advantage which is that since they don't do well in the areas that everyone expects them to do well in they can focus that energy in areas that might become you know profitable in the future right because schools do not prepare us for the future right schools prepare us for whatever is conventional wisdom right Correct. now which was you know engineering and medical seem to be evergreen they they sort of dip in popularity every now and then sometime ago mass communication came up and mba came up right but engineering and medical seem to be evergreen and that's what schools prepare you for because uh, that's the largest uh, our greatest export apparently are software engineers right <laughs> yep so no disrespect to software engineers but for anyone who th- thinks that they don't want to become a software engineer the answer obviously is you don't have to there are avenues which are open to you and even you know in the coming years there will be more avenues open to you that no one can see right now so keep your eye on the future and prepare for where the world is going to be in 5 years don't prepare for where your grandfather wanted you to be because his world is extinct those dinosaurs disappeared off the face of the earth a long time ago with all due respect to all grandparents everywhere i love you but you don't know what's going to happen in the future yep absolutely hey guys thanks for tuning into the show we appreciate you taking the time out for this if you like what you heard please share this with a few friends and leave a review rating on your favorite podcaster this will help more people learn about the podcast until next time this is kritika from the passion people podcast wishing you a wonderful week ahead stay passionate cheers